Welcome to Real Talks, The Realtor Life. This is where we talk to real agents about their story and their journey in real estate. We'll discuss their beginnings, their struggles, and their ultimate successes. We peel back the layers and deliver a behind-the-scenes conversation that you, the listener, can find inspiration. My name is Nick Niaxu. My intention is to share the authentic realtor life. Hey everybody, this is Nick Niaxu with uh, Real Talks. I'm here with Jason Benab and we are recording episode 13. Um, Jason Benab, if you don't know, he is the founder of the agency in, in uh, Victoria. And um, But Jason been, has been quite a well-known realtor for quite a long time in Victoria. Jason, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Yeah, my name is Jason Benab. I'm with the agency here in Victoria. Thanks for having me. So the agency has been around for how long now? Um, they're based out of LA, so they've been around for coming up eight years now. And in Victoria? Uh, we launched it September 1st last year. Fantastic. Yeah. And you're doing the grand, I'm here in Victoria yeah. to, to see the grand opening of the agency in Victoria yeah. with some key players um, in the U.S. market as well that yeah. we'll be visiting, right? Yeah, they've got uh, Mauricio I'm picking up at the airport in two hours. Billy's here tomorrow morning, the uh, Rodney from head office and uh, Ricardo from head office. A couple Laura's are coming. There's a couple game time decisions tomorrow, apparently. So a couple guys backed out last minute. As you know, realtors that are busy, it's tough to commit to anything, right? Because business comes up and you... Uh, we can only commit to appointments. That's exactly. what right? Yeah. For business appointments. Yeah. Yeah, That's business right. Leisure. Ones that make you money, not the That's ones right. that you just go to the party. Right? That costs you, right? Yeah. So... So let's back it up a little bit. So how long have you been in the business for? I got licensed in 2005, so I'm 14 full years, starting my 15th year actually in May. Um, yeah, I started in uh, Victoria with Remax in 2005. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what's your target uh, market focus right now? So for me, um, you know, I got licensed. I started, you know, like every realtor, just in the hustle. It was tough uh, in the beginning, lots of door knocking, selling anything and everything, right, from condos to float homes to mobile homes houses here in Nanaimo Duncan it really didn't matter I didn't I didn't really understand in the beginning that if you want to be successful you have to have a clear vision of who you want to be right I was had in the back of my mind that I wanted to be in the luxury market and be the you know predominant agent in the luxury market Um, it just took me probably seven or eight years to actually set that goal into um, into place and then kind of actually go after it so I'm curious, why? What stopped you from moving forward at the very beginning to enter the luxury market? Was it were you intimidated by the numbers, or were you, um, or were you, did you feel a little bit too green to enter that market? I think you know what we're, we're always taught growing up. You got to learn to walk before you run. You know that's that's right. the, the saying that kind of comes through my mind all the time when my dad, growing up, son, you got to learn to walk before you run. Son, you got to learn to walk before you run. And, and you know, society teaches us that you know you have to do baby steps, right? And, you know, eight years, well, seven years ago, I just decided in 2012, I'm kind of done with baby steps. Like, I know I'm good enough for, mm-hmm. you know, million dollar plus homes. And at that time, I wasn't doing very many sales over a million dollars. And I thought, I don't care what society tells me or what the average person thinks. I know I'm good enough and I believe in it. So it was basically kind of like a reprogramming of, you know, my old belief system, right? That, you know, am I good enough? And mm-hmm. and once I believed in myself more and set that in, into uh, motion, you know, I've always worked hard. I've always been a hustler, um, but I was hustling a lot more product at a lower price point. Um, so working hard, not smart. Right. And that's sort of the, you know, the shotgun approach that most young realtors do. Yeah. They just take on everything they can because you're yeah. surviving, right? Yeah. 
So what were you doing in your first two years that sort of, you know, created the, the you know, created the good habits to build business mm-hmm. or um, that would be part of your success today? Yeah, I mean, I think in the beginning, you know, I came back from Vancouver. So I lived in Vancouver for five years. I was bartending at Balthazar and Voda, uh, working at Bar None. So when I came back, I'd been gone. Like, I'm from Victoria, but I had right. been gone for five years, right? right? I was trying to be an actor in Vancouver. Um, you know, the beautiful thing about acting is you learn rejection. And then the first year in the business in real estate, guess what? You learn rejection, right? right? I did phenomenally well my first year. I made a lot of money, um, you know, and, and it was... You know, the way I kind of operate is a little bit different than some people. I'm kind of that guy that, you know, if, if you if somebody doubts me, then I kind of have something to prove. And in my first few years, I was probably driven by trying to prove something. Because, mm-hmm. you know, one of the owners of the company that I worked for made a, made a joke that I wouldn't make, you know, this REMAX award, the Platinum Award, my mm-hmm. first year. And I was like, all right, I'm going to make the Platinum my first year. I'm going to make Chairman my second year. And so I set out to prove to him, like, whatever, we're all looking for inspiration, Right. So I set out to prove to him, I guess essentially to myself, that I could do it, and I did did do it. So it took, you know, door knocking for sale by owners. Um, you know, I got chased by people's pit bulls and Rottweilers walking on development sites out in Langford when I was trying to uh, to put together kind of land assemblies or big development properties. And mm-hmm. uh, but I learned rejection. I learned, uh, yeah, that you just kind of gotta keep moving forward and and just plug away. Right? It's a numbers game. It is a numbers game. That's right. And did you? teach yourself or did you have a mentor uh, in your first years? So funny enough, the I worked for Ron Neal at Remax. I worked on his team for six months and then, um, you know, in those first six months, I didn't know how to do a deal. Mm-hmm. didn't know how to write a deal. Shelly Mann actually was one of the first people that taught me and funny enough, her daughter, Melanie Mann, is my assistant. Okay. Yeah, so you met Melanie. That's, yeah. Uh, Shelly was, you know, instrumental to me in the beginning and uh, very helpful with me, took time, patience. Now that's the kind of thing I'm trying to help with, you know, people nowadays, right? Like my friend Robin's getting licensed and I'm going to be there to help her and mentor them. I didn't really have a mentor, so to speak. I, I definitely looked up to, you know, there's a few agents in the, in the high-end market like Leslie Farrell and Lisa Williams, uh, Marco and Flood, um, Sylvia Therian here in Victoria. Those are well-known names. Mm-hmm. I kind of looked at them and thought, you know what, they are in the market sector that I want to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very good friends with Marco and Flood now. I look up to him a lot, but you know, I'm up there now. If somebody's interviewing four top agents in Victoria, I'm one of them. So, so are these people that I really looked up to. Yeah, it's a kind of neat position to be yeah. in, right? It's, you know, when you, when you start getting called in with the top four, yeah. it's almost surreal, isn't uh-huh. it? Well, just funny enough, yeah. well, it's not really funny for me, but about an hour ago, I got, a, I got a call from a seller I did an interview, two interviews with, and um, was here with him last night, and he called to say to me, he's listing with Lisa Williams. And, you know, as, as much as I, I don't like losing, I'm just mm-hmm. naturally I'm a competitive guy. You know, while I was driving here, I had this kind of sense of peace and kind of comfort come over me. I was like, you know what? I've made it now. Mm-hmm. Why have I made it? Because I just lost to Lisa Williams, right. who used to be kind of one of the only two options, right? Now it's Jason Manab or Lisa Williams. That's right. So that's kind of an honor, right? That, absolutely. So, You're not going to win them all. I mean, no. But, you know, to be in the show, yeah. that's, a, that's a great thing. Yeah, like Sylvia Theron's a, a good friend of mine at Newport, too. And she uh, lost a listen to her about a year ago. And we're all friends. And it's, it's a small town. And everybody's a little bit kinder maybe than in Vancouver. And mm-hmm. maybe it's a little bit more shark-like there. But, you know, Sylvia called me to say, hey, after, I'm really sorry. She was real sweet and, uh, <clears throat> you know, thought that my heart feelings would be hurt. And I just said, hey, 
I'm smiling right now. I'm totally honored. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I lost a listing to Sylvia Therian. Like I'm, I'm in the market now. Like I, I am where yeah. I always wanted to be. So that was kind of an honor too. That's a neat, that's a neat perspective to look, look at those failures. Not, they're not really failures. Those, yeah. those, those losses, those losses, huge yeah. wins because yeah. now you, yeah. now you can even ask for some feedback to see yeah. how you can improve. And then next time you're in, yeah. you can, you I can leverage that. Every, every loss or every failure or whatever you want to call it in life is, is a chance to look at yourself, reflect and, uh, what did you learn from that? And you know what? Maybe this listing I lost wasn't meant for me today. Why? Because three more doors are going to open with listings right. from friends or something, somebody else that I might have been too tied up with at the time. So there's a reason for it in the moment it hurts, right? Oh, absolutely. So this is a good segue to, uh, to um, you know, I guess you, your, your first dream was becoming an actor in, mm-hmm. in Vancouver. Yeah. Definitely not bartending at bar nine. <laughs> <laughs> so bartending so, was probably more fun. So, you, so was it a low point when you you gave up on acting, or was it a? Was it, so what 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 changed there? Yeah. Where you know you're in that in that path for you to switch from acting to real yeah. estate? It's a good question. I mean, I was I was bartending and uh, you know going to auditions. I think one year I probably did hundred auditions. And, you know, the market in Vancouver for acting changed in the early. I was there two thousand one to two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just looked at a lot of my friends that were trying to be actors too, that were bartenders and even some of my friends that I was 30 years old and they were in their mid, mid forties and still bartending mm-hmm. and still waiting tables. And it just felt like, you know, in life, in life, like in real estate, if you work hard and you're honest and you've got integrity and you hustle, um, and you know, obviously systems and websites and all that kind of stuff, you get rewarded, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're an honest person, you care about people, you get rewarded mm-hmm. in this business and acting, they look at you and they go, Sorry, Nick, you're too short, you're too tall, your hair is too dark, you don't look the part. That's right. Yet they told you to come audition when they looked at your headshot, and your headshot might say you're 5'11, 6 feet, 6 foot 1. Right. And then they show up and say you're too skinny or whatever. I mean, and, and you've just taken a day off of work, right? That's right. And I just looked at it and I was like, you know what? Desti- my destiny in this business is in the hands of a casting director or my agent in real estate. My destiny is in my hands. Right. Right. Exactly. That is very, very true. Um, yeah, I gave it a shot a little bit just for fun to see mm-hmm. where it go and it went nowhere fast yeah. <laughs> and it was except for rejection, but yeah. I got the, I got to realize that standing from a camera, you don't wear a striped shirt. No. Yeah. Right? It moves. It's it hot. Moves. Right? Yeah. It's hot. This yeah. blazer I'm wearing right now would be hot. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. No, but, rejection is, is definitely, it's helped me in this business too. But then what, like who planted the real estate seed in your, in your blood? Well, good question. So two things. I, I used to coach at the Arbutus Club. There's a guy named Paul Eviston, who you probably know from Remax. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul's a heavy hitter with Remax, mm-hmm. and he brought us in to coach his kids' hockey program. And then I was more motivated when I saw kind of what he had, right? Mm-hmm. His kids are at the club. He's providing a great family for his kids. They're in private schools and all that. So from a kind of a money thing, I was like, hey, that, that guy's providing a good life for his family. And he's a funny guy, and he's obviously a hustler. And then when I was bartending at Balthazar, a lady named Deborah Gold, who I think she's Deborah Hill now, she married uh, a guy named Mark Hill, who was with WestJet. She came in and she just was in there all the time. She said, hey, you got a great personality. You really like people. Have you ever thought about real estate? And I was like, no, not really. But she's like, but you like people? I'm like, yeah, I love people. She goes, okay, well, the most important thing in real estate is you love people first. And houses is second. It's just mm-hmm. the product, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's cars, as you would know. Or, or, or houses, you know, you're selling yourself and I love people first. So that's, that was how I, she told me how to take the course, where to sign up, what the costs were. And that's what started it. 
That's right. That's that's great. Yeah. So then, and then, why didn't you stay in Vancouver uh, for real estate? Uh, because I grew up in Victoria, so I've been here since the age of twelve. So I'm forty four now. So let's say for thirty years of my life, I've been in Victoria. I went to high school here. Mm-hmm. I used to work at BC Ferry. So I know a lot of people. I mean, you're from you lived here, but mm-hmm. Victoria is a small town. Um, if you are from here and you're a good person and you, you're involved in sports in the community, you, you know everybody. So I just felt like I had a better chance to start here than Vancouver, where I was only known as a bartender, right? Right. So, you know, who were my clients going to be? People from the bar, maybe. Whereas right. in Victoria, my pool was hundreds of people. I, I do two deals a year, every year, from BC Ferries, people that I worked with, you know, and that was 25 years ago. Wow. So, you know, wow. So, so back it up. You don't look yeah. 44. Okay. Just to let Thank you know you. that, right? So, <laughs> so I'm just doing basic math yeah. here. So you're 30, 31 when you started? Uh, even yeah, I was, I was like 30, yeah. 30. Yeah. Okay, so I was 31 when I was licensed yeah. as well. Um, there's a lot of people who are in their 30s say, well, I'm too old. I can't start. Too old? In the 30s? Really? Yeah, I get that a lot. So, you know, I, you know, what I, I want to switch careers. Yeah. yeah in my 20s, yeah. I'm not very happy with what I'm doing. I'm mixing my fixed income and I kept my ceiling. Yeah. I want to get into real estate, but am I too old? I mean, the beautiful thing about real estate is age doesn't really matter, right? It's, of course. It's the person you can be. 55. I mean, we just, we just brought on an agent the other day. I mean, he's been doing it for 10 years now. So he started uh, in his forties, you know, used to work with ICBC, work with law firms, you know, in your forties, when you've got kids, it might be a little bit more scary than in your thirties before you've got kids. So I think if you believe in yourself and you, and you're good with people and you've got a desire to help people Mm -hmm. and you're willing to hustle and take rejection, age doesn't matter. I mean, if anything, I think people in Victoria, at least, I don't know about Vancouver, if you're in your 20s, you might get that you're too young. Mm-hmm. Whereas kind of like if you're in your 30s, you know what, you're a family person or you're thinking about a family, you're settling down. Um, people here in Victoria seem to kind of gravitate to that a little bit more than, you know, a young 20-year-old. But we've got a guy here, Bowman Rutledge, who's 26, I think. He's one of my brother-in-law's good friends from playing hockey. He started at the age of 22. He's a rock star. He's killing it in Victoria, one of the top agents in the condo market uh, with a partner, Andy Rogers. And, um, you know, Bowman's young 20s. So I think age doesn't matter. I think it's the person and the belief system. Okay. So belief system, your own self-confidence and believing that you can actually do it. And I Mm -hmm. I totally agree. There's people in our market that are in their mid-20s that sell $30 million a year. And And it's because they don't. You know, they've got through that mindset yeah. where they're too young, they can't do it. I think it's life. I mean, we're all taught a certain belief system from growing up. But I think, you know, if you love yourself and believe in yourself, really the sky's the limit. The beautiful thing about this business is you can make from 50000 bucks a year to $10 million. I mean, nobody's making $10 million in Victoria. But if you want to bust your ass and, and go out there, you can make millions, right? You can, and, do, you can do whatever you like. You can be creative. Yeah, totally. And work hard. That's yeah. right. Um, so... So you're 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 a volume shotgun type realtor. So what was the turning point? What got you out of that into what you're doing right now, or on mm-hmm. the path to what you're doing right now? So I started working with a coach in 2012, and uh, up to that point, every first the first seven years, I'd kind of uh, had a set income every year. Like I made the same amount of money every year. I don't. Is this a something I should be talking mm-hmm. dollar amounts? Go for it. Okay. So I, I averaged about five hundred thousand dollars gross a year. And when I started working with the coach, he said to me, um, you're an autopilot. I was like, well, what do you mean autopilot? He's like, well, you're a human. You've got a belief system. And right now, why are you making the same amount every year? I said, I don't know. And 
you know, he started talking about humans and how we go through this cycle of highs and lows and neutral and back and up and down and up and down where he said 98% of people operate over here. You get a bit of a high, then you go back to neutral, then you get a little depression because mm-hmm. a deal falls apart or something, back to neutral and, and repeat. Mm-hmm. 2% operate over here where they, they know that the money's going to be there, the sales are going to be there, but they truly believe in themselves, love themselves and all this kind of stuff. So he started working on it and he says to me, so um, we, we, we worked on, on some things and what it came down to was when I was a kid, my dad told me if I didn't have a university degree, I was a loser. Mm-hmm. Okay, nothing against my dad. He's a great guy. He's an Iranian man. Lots of Iranians in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Iranian fathers can be typically hard on their kids. Mm-hmm. Son, without that degree, you're a loser. You're a loser. So every year I was grossing 500000 I felt like that was more than I deserved because I didn't have a degree. And mm-hmm. in my processing unit, me, my subconscious, I believed that I was a loser and that was enough money to make, right? That's right. So I reprogrammed that, came out with a belief system that, hey, I don't care what society tells me or what my dad tells me. I'm good enough. I can make whatever I want. So then I set some new goals, doubled my my commission the next year, basically went from, you know, top 10% realtors probably being in the middle of the pack to probably in the top 5% and mm-hmm. the, not 5%, the top five agents and then mm-hmm. probably number one within, you know, the next year, right? And, you know, the, the path of of where I went from to where I'm at now, a lot of realtors don't really understand it. How did you go from here to here so quick? It's because I reprogrammed myself and I believe mm-hmm. the sky's the limit and society can't tell me what I can or can't do. I tell myself, right? And did your work habits change as well? Yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure. I started working harder and, and, you know, more focused and stuff, but you know, you, my dad just said, you know, you gotta, you know, when you play hockey, you want to be the first guy on the ice, want to be the last guy off the ice for work for me. And, and the beautiful thing about the agency is Mauricio and Billy, who you'll meet, are mm-hmm. the same same belief system. Mauricio is one of the first guys in there. He's the last guy out. I'm the right. first guy in here. I'm the last guy out. Right. So I outwork the competition. I outwork the people I work with. I'm happy to help other people and train them. There is a cost to that. It comes at the, the expense of my family and mm-hmm. I've been in the balance. My wife supports that and understands that and my kids understand too. Um, but yeah, more than anything, I think it's just... Uh, you know, believing in yourself and not listening, you know, sky's the limit in this business. That's the most beautiful thing about this business. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then, and now mm. you have a, 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 a fairly new brokerage yeah. in, in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you also have other potentials in British yeah. Columbia as well with the, with the brand. Yeah. Um, how many agents are in your brokerage right now? So here there's, uh, we got a couple more coming. So I think there's 15 or 16 here yep. in Victoria, up Island. There's like four. Um, we just finished our, our documents with the lawyers, the disclosure documents in order to be able to sell sub franchises as of two weeks ago. Um, so we're going to open up two offices in Vancouver, one mm-hmm. in Whistler, one in Kelowna. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's, there's a few people that have, uh, talked to Mauricio, in LA about sub franchises and they're coming to the party tomorrow and um, lots of Vancouver interest. So we will be in Vancouver within six months to, to a year for sure. in two Fantastic. offices. Fantastic. And are, are you taking Mauricio's sort of vision and, and implanting it here or are you, are you sort of combining your vision and his vision to, for the Canadian brand? Yeah, that's a good, good, that's a really good question. So Mauricio's vision and Billy's vision is uh, culture and collaboration. Those are the two words that, that everybody talks about culture being, you know, most real estate companies I don't believe have a culture. It's just kind of everybody's dog eat dog and mm-hmm. everybody's out to get them, uh, you know, if I'm up against you for a listing, we both work at the agency, you you and I, we co-list it. Right. At Remax or normal, normal companies, you usually try to get it and I try to get it. Right. right. So it's a belief system that together the company get, uh, benefits and the client benefits instead of you and I trying to go for it and then 
you know, Robin from a different company, Sotheby's goes for it and they say, well, I know Nick, but Jason's my cousin. So if I hire Nick, Jason's going to be upset. If I hire Jason, Nick's going to be upset. So let's just hire a neutral party. Right. So their vision, um, you know, is definitely in my mind. The thing that I'm trying to do here is, uh, working and focusing on mental wellness too, like giving, you know, teaching realtors, it's important to make money and have, have, you know, success and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it's also important to book time off for yourself. Make sure you're out there working out, going for a walk, keep the mind strong, whether it's meditation or prayer, uh, booking off, allocating time, and then really pushing yourself through goals and changing your, you know, your, your belief system, right? So it's kind of, for me, I've had success with a hypnotherapist along with two different business coaches um, that I work with on a weekly basis and, and it's kind of trying to pass that belief system on to them. Obviously, if, if somebody buys it in Vancouver, I want to try to, you know, find the right fit for the company that's going to be, that's going to honor the culture, the collaboration and, and mm-hmm. just a different mindset that we want to have a good time together, make money here, win together, um, fall down, pick each other up, but but at the end of the day, really share and, uh, and take care of ourselves and have fun doing it. So, so are you tracking a lot of younger agents that are that are just looking for some guidance yeah. and training so they can learn the right way. Yeah. So the vision here for me in Victoria was to have six new people and probably 16 to 20 established ones in the main location mm-hmm. and then move out to Sydney and then to, uh, probably to Broadmead or somewhere else. But the, the big thing was to, to help create new superstars in real estate that come in with a good attitude mm-hmm. as opposed to taking somebody that's 25 or 30 years in the business that has maybe, you know, not the best work ethic or, you know, they're not like, I want the biggest thing here is positive energy. When you Mm -hmm. come in here, if all the agents were in here, everybody that comes in here is like, wow, this place is upbeat and it's energetic. Mm -hmm. And that's not a youth thing to me. You can be 65 and energetic, like Lima that works here. She's, I don't know her age, but she's unbelievably positive, always chipper. And, and you can feel that nothing worse than walking into an office where you get these energy vampires that are sitting there. Shoulders are tight, negative. The news is negative. Well, there's enough negative news about real estate. Who wants to come to work at an office where there's negative energy? I don't. And we don't want to have that here. Right. And that, that's that no assholes rule I was telling you about. So right. We want to make sure that we hire uh, good realtors with a good belief system that are going to work hard, honor their clients and give a luxury service. Well, absolutely. There's, I mean, it's, it's, it's all it takes is one person yeah. to ruin the, the ruin oh, yeah. energy. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, even in our, you're exactly right. In our office, you've met Malcolm Hassan, yeah, right? Yeah. And he's, he's in his sixties yeah. and he, he has more energy. I don't know where he gets it from. <laughs> he has so much energy. Caffeine. Caffeine. Yeah. Caffeine. <laughs> Americanos, right? Yeah. No, but this guy comes in and he just pushes us. Yeah. He still pushes us yeah. to be our best yeah. and, and he challenges yeah. us. And that's the great thing of having superstars in the, in the oh. company that are willing to yeah. the mentor. It's it, you learn you learn what it takes yeah. to be successful at a, in a much faster yeah. pace than what if you try to figure it out yourself. Yeah, that's one of the nice things about Mauricio. He's uh, I don't know number one agent in LA. Yeah. LA's got like two hundred eighty thousand realtors or something like that. It's crazy. Um, wow. <laughs> and he still pushes his agents. Now I'm inspired by him, right? Like at the former company I was with, uh, you know, I finished very high in the rankings. You know, at the company I'm with right now, at the agency, if you wanted to say how do I fit in there based on commission or performance, hey, I'm a fourth line grinder now playing in the NHL. Right. But I'd rather be a fourth line grinder playing with Sidney Crosby. That's Mauricio to try, right. try to strive to be somebody like him or James or Dave or, or some of these other guys that are heavy hitters and, and try to keep improving myself, always up in my game, up in the ante, right? Right. Wow. So what's, so what motivates you that, 
the, the show up every day. You made a lot of money. Yeah. You have a great company. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have to work as hard yeah. as you're doing. Like what's what's um, what's keeping you going? Mm, good question. Um, I'm a competitor. I'm a winner. So winners are always looking to keep winning. Um, there's no plateau for me. Like it's always if, if I whether it's your goal is to make X amount of money or not. Once you hit that what can you do the next year to do it different? Well, let's hit that in less deals, right? And when you do that in less deals, you're working smarter, not harder. And what does that do? It gives me balance, more time with my wife, with my kids, more time to mentor other agents, to help mm-hmm. them. Because if I can make what I want to make in less deals and helping clients, give them that great service and help all the agents around me step their game up and be the best they can be, then, hey, that's the, that's the best thing for me. Is That's what motivates me is to create... I call it like what I'm trying to build here is like a, an NHL Stanley Cup winning team. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need 10 Sydney Crosbys. I need one Crosby. I need a Malkin. I need a, a goalie. I need a power power play guy, penalty kill guy. And um, that's what we're trying to build here. So just a, a group of winners that, that really uh, everybody has a role here, right? Right. And one Something I appreciated just by, you know, texting you yeah. um, was that you had to go pick up your son before you came to the yeah. office. I think that's a really neat thing mm-hmm. because... You know, there's, you know, people think there's no time in real estate, but you yeah. can make time for your yeah. family, which is yeah. probably, which is number one totally. by far. I drop my, I got two sons. I drop one off every morning. I pick one of the other ones up tw- twice a day, twice a week, sorry, because he's in uh, pre-K and I put the kids to sleep every night. So out of seven nights a week, I probably do six. I missed last night because I was here doing late, late appointment. Um, so yeah, you, you, and I take Sundays off, so I don't work Sundays. If I get an offer, I'll deal with it, but I'm not doing showings right. and stuff. So that's my day with my boys and we always do an adventure thing. Right. So you, well, the beautiful thing is you make time and early on, the big thing for, for new realtors that I'm saying to them is don't try to be everything to everybody. It sets some boundaries, set some goals. So whether you're mm-hmm. a you know, mother of three or a father of two or whatever, like tell your clients in the beginning, this is the boundaries. I'm Nick, you know what, between six and eight. I don't answer the phone because I'm with the kids putting them to sleep and I answer the phone from eight till nine and nine o'clock and beyond. If you text me or call me after that, I'll get back to you to the next day. If you don't say that in the beginning and you're the guy that I was, which yeah. is, Hey, I'll respond at 11 at night, midnight. I, I used to get off and responding quick. People are like, wow, you're quick. You know, and that's part of the hustle, but now you're paying for it later because Hey, it's an expectation. Jason used to, re- he used to respond within five minutes and you respond at 11 o'clock at night. Now you're not responding until the next morning. You're too busy for me. You know what? Now I've got some boundaries, but I, I laid that groundwork early on. Right. You can't go back, right? So teaching teaching agents in the beginning, you know, respect yourself, respect your time, and clients will respect you too. That's a that's a very, very good point. Yeah, I'm in that I'm in I'm I guess I'm old Jason. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm up, I'm up till crazy hours. Yeah. But you do you do what you you have to hustle, yeah, and then you have to find your balance as yeah. well. Absolutely. Um so where do you see yourself? In five, ten years now, with with this whole new agency and yourself as a yeah. as a realtor. So, in terms of the company, within five years, we'll be all over BC um, and and all over Canada too. I don't own the rights to Canada right now, but uh, we're in talks with with Mauricio and Billy about that. We'd like to just so that we can kind of continue their vision and, and make sure that we pick select people in in Calgary or Edmonton or Toronto or Montreal. Um, you know, because obviously you want to work with like-minded people, right? Mm-hmm. But Mauricio and Billy, it's up to them. They'll they'll find great people too. And uh, you know, in terms of BC, we'll we'll have minimum seven offices, probably ten to ten to twelve offices within five years. My um, guess is three hundred plus agents. And you know, the the company has a desire to stay boutique and small. 
they don't have a vision to be like a Keller Williams or a Remax or like a, you know your typical bums and seats kind of um, mm-hmm. philosophy. And then my vision in, in five years would be definitely to be um, making sure I'm mentoring as many people as I can, making sure that they're, they're their best that they can be, um, just creating a, a group of winners and um, have some more time with my family, right? Because the kids will be like 12 and they'll be busy in hockey and stuff and right. free up my time. So, it's, yeah, it's putting in the hard work. And I've always always working hard, but keep laying that foundation, building on that foundation to get where you want. And that's going to be for me to have balance. What is, what is balance? That's, what is balance, right? <laughs> what, what makes you feel sane, yeah. right? Yeah. Totally. yeah. Uh, ask uh, everybody who, who's on the show um, one question. That question is, what single piece of advice would you give your younger self on day one uh, when starting your business in real estate? Good question. And probably before I started this company, I, I might not have had that answer. But now I'm very clear. The, the thing that you need to determine in the beginning is who are you going to be? Who is Nick Realtor going to be? Who is whatever Realtor going to be? Set those goals early and don't deviate from that. So if you say, I want to be the king of Kitsilano or the king of West Van or like set that. And if somebody calls you and says, come list my home in Langley, White Rock or Victoria, for me it was Duncan, Nanaimo, East Souk, Souk. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Stay true to your vision. Just trust the process that if you believe in yourself and you know you're a winner, it will get there but when you you know if you if you're crystal clear on where you're going and you've set goals and you break down the goals to where you need to be what you need to be doing today in order to hit your goal in six months 12 months three months one month like i set quarterly goals mm-hmm. and then break it down very specific if somebody calls and it's outside where i want to go sorry we're going to go with somebody else at the company um because that's not in my vision right and and it's going to take time away from from where i'm specializing which is the core of Victoria or, you know, some of these waterfront specialty properties. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and then if you, and if you, if somebody who's listening wants to be part of the agency, who are you looking for right now? Uh, we're looking for people with most importantly, great energy, mm-hmm. positivity, a desire to upgrade themselves to the, to a better version of themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I say to people. Hey, Nick, are you operating as the best version of you? And if you're not, then, then I want you. Why? Because right. now it's a challenge for me to help you achieve whatever your goals are and re- help you reprogram yourself to find who you truly are. And that's come for me for the last seven years with coaching with three different people, whether it's hypnotherapist, energy specialist, uh, you know, meditation, whatever, right? Like I work with people and it's not just real estate talk. It's a lot of meditation, a lot of law of attraction, a lot of energy right. exercises and extra energy meditations and all of the agents here were doing that too. I've had different coaches come and speak to us on that. And and that's what I'm looking for is people that are excited that want to upgrade to a better version of themselves in real estate Fantastic. and in life. Fantastic. And where can people find you? Uh, well, they can find us. So my own uh, personal website mm-hmm. is banabgroup.com. But the, the company website is www.theagencyre.com mm-hmm. forward slash BC. And we're in Victoria. Our phone number is 778-265-5552. And, uh, yeah, we're excited to be here. And the response has been great. We've got a lot of listings, doing a lot of business, attracting a lot of realtors. And I really haven't recruited that much. Most people have come to us because the agency and because they've seen it on TV right. and uh, a million dollar listing, million dollar listing yeah. or housewives of Beverly Hills or rich kids of LA or whatever it was called. Brendan Fitzpatrick. Was right. And those guys. So, 
And um, and if they want to follow your journey on Instagram, yeah. where, where can they find you? So we are at, at the agency Victoria, and I've also got at Banab Group. That's my okay. own team within the agency, right? So right. I own the company here, but I'm also a realtor with a group um, underneath the, the umbrella company. And uh, yeah, either one of those at Banab Group or at the agency Victoria. Perfect. I'll have this all in the, uh, in the bio for this episode. And Jason, thank you so thank much you. for your time. Yeah, and thank you for the invitation yeah. to the agency yeah. office. It's absolutely beautiful. You got to check it out. Nice. And to and, the party tomorrow. And that's right. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.